Hello, everyone. We're live. Hey. What's Hello. going on, everybody? So, welcome to our next episode of the Stadia Source Roundtable. Um, it's episode one, but it's actually our second one because the first one was a pilot. Um, unfortunately, Dun Duncan couldn't join us tonight. So, um, we've, you've got myself, Dan, and Tommy, and we're also being joined by Chase from Stadia Talk as well. Um, and this time, we're probably good going to spend most of our time talking through uh, the events of yesterday, Stadia Super Saturday. Um, we'll touch on any latest news that's happened since then. So, yeah, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm just about alive, really. At the moment. It's, uh, this is probably really a good point for me to just go to bed and start the week over again. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been a long day, but it's been awesome, and I'm, I'm really happy with how the whole event went and it's just been an awesome chance for me to see some people that I've not seen before as well mm. and differences and so on and yeah it's just been crazy but it's been an, really good to see how everybody's got on and that people have been supported literally for 24 hours that I don't think anybody had a stream that didn't have a decent number of people on it which is is really good and it was nice for us I think to mix a bit more because I know some of us are obviously more friendly than others but a chance for everybody to just hang out and chat in other people's streams. It was really good. Yeah, agreed. I, I think, um, you know, the, the, the big takeaways for me are the following one uh, Google supported the event. You know, we all behind the scenes, people don't know this, but just kind of pull the curtain back. We really didn't think we were going to get, um, you know, some stuff from, from that end. And the fact that we did was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, and their support goes to show that they value this community. Um, Meaning they value, you know, the content creators, they value the people watching, the viewers, the listeners. Um, and from a business side of the house, that's that's massive. You know, you can't understate that. Um, it's a big deal. Um, you know, as far as the day is concerned, I'm right there with Tommy, man. Like I I was everywhere. <laughs> I was I got asked to come on to streams. Um and I was like, man, I did not expect, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, hey, you want to come on over? I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, you want to come on over? Yeah, sure. Then by the time I got to uh, five o'clock yesterday, I was like, man, uh, I've overextended myself without even realizing it. Um, and I felt bad because I really, uh, we talked about this just a minute ago offline. I really wanted to watch um, MM2K, uh, Stadia Dosage's live stream, and I just couldn't stay awake. Um, I was I was just dead at that point. So, um, but Overall, it was an awesome day. It was an awesome showcase of this community, and props to you guys at Stadia Source for helping bring it together. Um, you know, I think that, that that was a massive, massive shout uh, by you guys. Just aware that uh, people are saying that they can only hear you, Chase. So I just wanted to check if people can hear me now. So I just looked over the video, and I, I can hear myself. So. I'm not sure why people can't hear me. Maybe they just don't have their volume out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you guys fine, so we should be okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, yesterday was a massive success. Uh, I think I stayed awake for most of it. I think by the time it got to Stadia Dosage stream, I was just I was, I was kind of lying in bed watching it, thinking I just need to sleep. It was four a.m. in the morning. You know what I mean? The event yeah. ends at, at like eight, nine o'clock in, in the morning, our time. So, 
I found it quite funny actually how everybody kind of said after after Meg's stream had finished and we literally had like five minutes just left in that lobby and everyone was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm just like done now. When I log back onto Twitter in the morning and I seen that Dan was still tweeting at half four in the morning, I was like, <laughs> guy's an animal. Your, your your tweet today, Tommy, was great. You're like, I've never seen this many people not be on Stadia in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need, that wasn't even in the morning. I don't, well, not early morning. I can't remember what time it was. Let me check. Yeah, I just, just like, I've never, ever loaded up Stadia and not seen that many people. It was at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock midday. And literally, I had nobody in my friends list online. I was like, that, that's the sign of a good event. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. It's it's funny, just real quick. There was a couple people that I know um, were messaging back that they had been up the entire time. Like there was one person that had been up since the uh, the GMT time um, that you guys started, and I was like, "What is this? Like, tell me your secrets because I need to know." Like, I had I had three cups of coffee by by noon. Literally, I'm not joking. Like, literally three cups of coffee. Um, no caffeine pills. I know I make that joke all the time, but it was not enough. And then I was still like, I need something to keep me going. So then, yeah, it just, it just didn't work itself out. That's going to say, <laughs> Tommy's like, I'm an official sponsor of, of monster now and Supercross three. Look at that. <laughs> I had far too many of them and yeah, it's perfect timing with, uh, with that game. I had two cups of coffee and that was about it. So, to be fair, I substituted with rum halfway through the night, and that's probably where things started going wrong. But it did win the last race, so something happened, right? Yeah. Mm, so questionable I tactics. <laughs> I kind of want to go through, obviously, all of the streams that happened throughout the day and maybe discuss them a little bit. If you weren't there for them, um, obviously feel free to kind of skip, but... I was there for most of them, so I can pretty much at least talk about something for every single one of them. So is that all right with you guys? Yeah, it's Still fine. So obviously, um, Stadia Source kicked off at the beginning of the day, just kind of quickly going through the news. Um, it was supposed to just be going through the schedule, but I think we had a half, half an hour slot and we did it all in about 15 minutes. So the rest of the 15 minutes, we kind of took comments and and looked at the news so um up after us was the glory of stadia wingy aka yeah that was a um it was interesting because i caught it right from the very beginning when he had a mic issue as well uh and then i had to quickly run off and came back to the stream again and it was just gone i was like oh right have i <laughs> what's happened here <laughs> but i uh, re we went back through it again, but yeah, man, Wingy's one of my favorites. The guy is just entertaining from before it even starts till literally the very last second. Um, he's definitely one of my favorite streamers as well. He has you entertained before he even opens his mouth. It's yeah, just, the way he, he just, just his face, like his expressions and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he has a great command of the audience, man. He understands how to connect with people, and I think it's a He's a, he's an old school uh, person, you know. He understands uh, the ins and the outs of of connecting with people and his comedic humor, his his ability to um to inter intertwine the two things along with actually being serious about content and about gaming. Um, he's I I agree with Tommy. He's my favorite 
Um, as far as YouTube content creators are concerned, he's my favorite. I've always enjoyed his content. I've always enjoyed watching his stuff. And um, I think he did a great job. Uh, minus, I know he was freaking out about the mic. Like when he came on, he's like, ah, ah, well, there's, <laughs> you can see, you can see he's like, oh no. <laughs> he messaged me late at night because I know he, he wanted to do some stream. I think it was of uh, Supercross 3. Um, he messaged me late at night. It's basically saying it's all gone pear-shaped and he's probably just going to uh, just go live and talk crap. So <laughs> I was like, whatever, man, it's your segment. Just uh, run with it. So, so uh, did any of you catch Cloud Gaming X's late night game session? I, I stayed for, um, well, actually, as I stayed, I kept popping in and out. That's what I'd done for a lot of the actual day, really. Uh, it was just with obviously having the kids up and that, and Sarah's in work, so it wasn't possible for me to sit and watch all of it. But uh, uh, to be fair, i probably done that for up until about sort of five-ish, I think. I was just jumping in and out of people's streams just popping in having a quick chat with whoever was in there and showing some support but uh yeah i i i seen the beginning of it and then just dived in and out yeah well ace did a good job as, as he always does um yeah streaming some gameplay so I, I tended to kind of like you said um if i wasn't obviously i wasn't direct laser focus for every single one of them but i, I tried to kind of pop in and write a few messages in the uh, chat just to show support um Obviously, we had the Twitter running throughout the day as well, um, running live. So, yeah. Anything to add to that, Chase? Did did you show up for that one, or were you in the land of Nod? I was uh, officially in bed still, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, that was the downside of the event. The plus side was that there was content for everybody in all time zones, but the downside was that unless you were hardcore, you weren't going to consume it all, so. But I guess this is this is our first event, right, as well. And what we've maybe learned from this is where we had people that were kind of looking to fit into slots around schedules. I guess next time we can just look at also where these people are because there's not going to be a problem with having somebody on a European time and a US time because you're going to hit different markets in there and people can still pop between the two. If you're watching one, there's not going to be an issue where you can't just jump in between the, the two of them. I, I don't think you'd necessarily detract as long as you try and maybe try and get so that the two people aren't streaming the same thing. Uh, and then that way, again, you're going to cover, not everybody's going to like a certain type of content and just open it up to everybody. Yeah, well, we've had conversations about future events and how often we're, we're going to be doing these type of things. Now, nothing's been agreed yet, but the ideas yeah, have been thrown around. next week really soon, man. <laughs> Tomorrow, what are you on about? <laughs> we're going live after this. Manic Monday. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we've, brave, we've, brave we've had, had, had ideas like bi-monthly, bi-quarterly, um by yearly whether we do maybe like 12 hours instead of 24 so yeah if we can get some feedback from from the audience as well um let us know and we'll, we'll consider all things so i know i know one thing that um and not to detract because i know we want to move on to the other things but just to throw this in there real quick one thing that i know um um 
my wife, she saw me like literally running around the house as I was trying to move between, between shows. She's like, man, you guys really should have like a, like a 10 minute or 15 minute grace period. Because if you're moving on to another segment and you need to set up, like you literally have no time if you're handing off. Um, and I, and I think that's something that we will learn, like you said, uh, Dan, that maybe 24 hours is a bit much of a stretch. Maybe it's, we find a, a happy medium. Um, and just like, how often do we do it? Is it, is it uh, a quarterly thing? Is that too much? Is it, is biannually make more sense, which would mean two events a year? You know, we, we will find, I'm sure a common ground where it makes the most sense, um, uh, between all the content creators. So I, I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. And I, again, you and, um, you and Duncan and, and the Stadia Source team, you've done a very good job of being kind of that party that kind of marshals everybody together and we kind of have that that broad consensus. So I don't think there's going to be an issue, any issue with that whatsoever. Yeah. So um, let's move on. Stadia Community France was on next doing a live stream of Samurai Showdown and Supercross 3. Um, and I also know Eddie popped on as well to provide English translation translations for that. Um I kind of, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I watched um, Eddie's more than I watched the French one, obviously, because I don't speak French, um, but it was good to see uh, the French community, the French-speaking community being represented as well, and we wanted to make sure this was as inclusive as possible, people around the world, um, and I'm sure there's just as many Stadia fans in France as there are, is anywhere else, so... Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we are obviously very much dominated by English speaking uh, people, but I think you kind of tend to get that with tech stuff anyway, really, don't we? If it's if it's released in America, then it's going to be predominantly an English speaking base initially, and it goes out wider and wider as as time goes on. But obviously. There's a lot of Spanish speaking in a, in the US as well, and uh, Portuguese. So. Then you've got Canada, which gives you all the French as well. So it's kind of makes sense, I guess, that those are the initial sort of channels that go out. And I know I actually follow a couple of um, Spanish content creators um, with Tequila Works also being a, a Spanish studio. I think that they, they draw a, a certain extra attention to themselves there. But I know for for at least a couple of weeks I was getting tagged in loads of Spanish tweets and it was racking my brain because I, I used to live in Spain but I haven't had to speak Spanish for like 11 years so I was just like oh I don't understand oh yeah there's a translate button <sighs> make life easy <laughs> yeah so uh, Victor was asking for stats um, to share about the, the day's events I don't actually have any to hand at the moment but um, what I'll do is I'll uh, soon as we finish the stream, I'll go through and have a look and we will put them on Twitter or something like that, wherever you want them, we'll put them. I, I will I will say something on that real quick, and this is unofficial, so this is not a official, um, because I think what, what Dan, what you what the conversation has been is that you're going to take the, the views from each of the videos, right, and kind of try to get a general idea of what the total population was. But I will say, on average throughout the day, most streams had 48 to 51 on average concurrent viewers. Um, my, I can speak for my channel. I had the highest population I've ever had in a stream, um, at one current time. So I, I think on the day it was a, in my opinion, it was a success. And I think we're going to see that in the total numbers after they're all, they're all tabulated. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I have exactly the same uh, feelings towards that. When I started the stream, I think I was already at 40 viewers and I was like, oh, I haven't even said hello to anybody yet. This is mental. <laughs> 
yeah exactly <laughs> then i did and i went down to 20 but never mind uh no i'm joking <laughs> it was it was good but i feel like like you say everybody's stream that i entered everybody was around that sort of number mid to high 30s all the way up to some in the 50s and 60s so it was really good to see that everybody was getting uh, getting some love and i think that's that's the joy of doing something like this right we're spreading the the fan base out to everybody that uses or is interested in stadia yeah and i know i know there's been some people as well that um they've kind of followed the day and they've gone from stream to stream and they've come across people that they've not actually watched before um and as such they've obviously found new content creators that they're interested in so i think that's why people were consistently getting like high numbers of, of viewers was because they just hopped from one channel to the other just to see what was going on they stick around for the first five ten minutes and think actually this is my cup of tea so that was the plan really that was what we planned all along is to to kind of share that community between everyone so that was brilliant uh after that we had some weirdo by the name of Stadia Talk, I've ne never, never watched him at all. <laughs> Don't subscribe, right? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I, I, that, that was a small, that was a small, <laughs> small shots fired. <laughs> you, hey, listen, you'll be able to give, you'll be able to give one back to Duncan in a little bit, and he, since he's not here, he can't speak for himself. So <laughs> he, he's gonna pop up in the chat any minute and just be like. You heard him during the Supercross race. Justice was served. I said, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so Duncan's actually said to look in Discord for stats. So looks like he may have beat us to this. I think Eddie posted something about the Twitter each throughout the day. Let me see here. Did he send us something? Yeah. It, was some, it was so many thousand. I, I remember seeing it. Where is it at? Where did he post? Where did he, Duncan? Where did you post that in the Discord? This is where he just turns around and goes, "I didn't." <laughs> is he talking about the? Yeah, I don't see anything. Maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. <clears throat> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll again, we'll find that and we'll we'll post it on uh, Stadia Source or something. So, uh, uh, oh, I think he's just sent it to us. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Duncan, my man. I'm just, I'm just enlarging it right now. So number of views. See, I can maybe put that up on the screen if anybody wants to see it. Yeah, because he didn't send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, get it up on the screen so people can see it. Not that you're going to be able to see that, but. Tell me in the chat, guys, if you can if you can see that. So, so I'm just going to tell you a softball figure from what I'm looking at from the math here. It looks like I'm just trying to kind of do some. We're either right at four thousand or just over it. I, I can't. I'm not going to say it's an exact number, but it's pretty close. If you look at all the numbers together, um, it's going to be somewhere around that figure. It may even be a little bit higher than that. Um, so that that's, I would say for a, a small event for the first time that this has come, this is the first time it's happening. That's a large number of people. Um, and 
you know, I don't know what Google's going to consider success on their end, but I'm going to be very honest. That's a pretty good number of folks throughout a duration of a day that they've captured an audience on. Um, so I, I can't imagine they're not going to be happy, not not going to be happy is what I meant to say with these numbers. Um, of course, you know, I think anything that's 5,000 or higher, and let, you know, I don't know once these numbers are tabulated, if it'll even be close to that. But I think if it was close to that number or higher, I think that's a big, big win for a, a first time event that's never happened before. Um, I think that would be a major success in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And like you say, this is something that um, obviously we're very thankful that Google Stadia came to and helped support with this. But they came to this, I say they came to it late. This took off very quickly and became a thing very quickly. It wasn't like a, a typical event where you'd probably plan this for a couple of months in advance and really sort of set out a full almost PR role yourself to make sure that everybody knew about it way before it comes on board. So for us to knock this together by a bunch of people doing it as a hobby for a start and then to get numbers like this and get content for a full 24 hours from many different okay hold on so so now we've okay so twenty four thousand impressions on twitter that's huge that's massive um six thousand concurrent views total overall that's massive. So that's above the number than I was even saying. So that's, that's huge. That's, that already puts this in a much different category, 750 plus likes. That one's good. But I I think the one that stands out to me, one is the views, but look at the concurrent impressions on Twitter. That is going to be a number that I think Stadia is going to be massively happy with. Again, for a first time event to get that much exposure, that's a big deal. That's a massive deal. We know Stadia like the K's. Yes, they do. K's and P's, K's and P's. <laughs> We're not talking about nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, um, apparently uh, credit to Stadia Dosage on that one. MM2K. MM2K. Yeah. yeah, thank you for those. Um, yeah. Again, we'll get them published on the website. Um, a lot of those as well might not be people that were viewing during the event. Um, people have obviously woken up and, and gone and rewatched some of that back, so obviously they're just initial figures they could go completely up as well so yeah brilliant on that one um let me get rid of that for the time being so you can see our beautiful faces so uh yeah we obviously we were on the topic of uh stadia talk um me and duncan jumped in on your stream and we basically just covered the news for the first section um we then dipped out and you you just engaged with the audience for the next bit didn't you which is your usual kind of content yeah, I, I thought it was a good segment, and I thought the, um, you know, we got into some, I think, <laughs> we've talked about this offline, but we got into some um, some topics that I think needed to be addressed, you know, whether it was in this event or it was somewhere else, um, and I got some feedback on it right off the bat, and uh, it was very interesting feedback from some folks about how they felt that uh, the topic was us doing the exact same thing that we were talking about. And I think some people really took out of context what was being said. Um, but nonetheless, I think overall, the the conversation was really good. We talked about Baldur's Gate. And I think um, Duncan coming in with the save on the Buddy Pass was really nice too. We got to give one of those away during the stream. Um, so I, I was really pleased with it. And I again, my, my focus during that time is I really wanted to highlight 
that this day was about everybody. It was about stadium. It was about our awesome community, you know, the content creators. I mean, I quite honestly, we've got some of the best individuals I've had the pleasure of interacting with. And I don't say that lightly. I genuinely, I genuinely mean it. Um, and you know, the, the viewers and the listeners without them, we can't do what we do. You know, you can't do your job, Dan, effectively with the, the journalistic stuff that you do. You know, and I know Tommy, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm sure he feels the same way for his content. You know, it's these, these things are massive and for Google to get involved and do what they did again, and I'm going back to this, but it's a massive deal. It's a massive deal that they put some weight behind this. And that, that shows that they care about us guys. They show, it shows that they care about the community. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. I think I've I've kind of heard on the grapevine, uh, maybe through Duncan, that if we do another one, I think they want to be involved kind of more from the beginning rather than right towards the end. Yep. Um, so that might help kind of steer direction a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open for that one. Maybe and then I know... <laughs> yeah, you get to meet us um, minor celebrities. Could you could you imagine that a live actual like us all together? Oh Jesus, that would be bad. That would be real bad. <laughs> so we're all gonna get in trouble. <laughs> we're gonna need to get to Vegas for that one or something. Oh Jesus. Papa <laughs> twelve, it's in the name. <laughs> shout out, Tommy, shout out. <laughs> so then I'll time that around a UFC fight as well. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely brilliant man absolutely brilliant so then chase you were were with eddie for stadia player one this week on stadia after that you did three hours consecutively on that one didn't you so like you said earlier about the husband points man i listen my wife is amazing she's um i can't say enough amazing things about her you know she's very very understanding of me doing content and doing uh, she knows that this is my passion from the business side of things and gaming and everything else. So she's always very, very, you know, understanding of it. But yeah, it's it was a lot to do in a three-hour span. But um, I, I think the podcast with Eddie and I went really well. We went into some predictions about, um, you know, what's going to happen over the next three months, you know, leading into E3, um, what's going to happen as far as the next nine months. And Eddie's prediction came true, uh, his New Year's resolution. He said that he wanted to see more indie titles on Stadia. And uh, what happens? We get indie titles. Um, so, you know, shout out to Eddie on that one. Mine, mine was, a uh, one that I've let go now, but it was fix your communication and your narrative control. <laughs> we see how that one turned out. So <laughs> turned out with the community creating an event and doing the PR for them. <laughs> Anyone chase zero. <laughs> so if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, what I'd like to do to kind of split this up is to do the first competition draw. Um, and this will be basically, I've got a list of everybody who participated via the stadia source contact form, the web form uh, throughout the entire day. And since yesterday as well. So you've had, you've had extra time basically to enter today as well, which we did put on Twitter. So I've got a list of all of the names. Um, obviously as such, that goes without saying the contact form is now, closed so no more entries from now on um if i just bring this up here we've got good old trusty random.org and i'm going to paste in all of the names here of the people who entered so what what's going to happen is is the first person to when i randomize the list whoever's at the top is going to receive a copy of borderlands 3 
Whoever's second is going to receive a copy of um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and I believe it's the Ultimate Edition as well, so you want to watch out for that one. So are we ready, guys? Let's do it. Need a drum roll. Retrospective oh, drum roll. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, excuse my pronunciation, Guillaume Gwil- Pico. I can't even um, see it, to be completely honest with you. Uh, <laughs> you see t- that? T- Tommy's going to go to the to the back of the room and get a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you'll be receiving a copy of uh, Borderlands 3. We've got your email address as well, so we'll be sending you an email shortly. And Klaus Dupi-Peterson, you'll be receiving a copy of Ghost Recon Breakpoint as well. So... Uh, Congratulations, yeah. guys. Keep your eyes on your inbox. You'll see a email from someone at stadiosource.com. Check your spam as well, just in case. Um, and let me just reset this form as well. If any of you wanted to see how close you were, then the rest of the names are there. <laughs> <laughs> but we Here's had 183 <laughs> entries. I've got to say, someone's got to go frame by frame by frame. <laughs> I was 160th. Damn it. So close. Um, so if I, if I click on go back there, that should reset the form. And we will do the hoodie kit later on in the show as well. So let's just get rid of that. And let's carry on with what we were talking about. So 64 LXIV was after Eddie. Now, I must admit, this is when I was uh, having my lunch, so I didn't check this one out as much as I'd have liked to. But was there anybody else in the uh, stream? This one's currently on my save to watch list, along with about another four or five, I think. And then I would have caught up with everything. Chase, you were you were in it, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just clocked on while you were doing that, though. So. <laughs> I thought you were doing something else to start. No. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. No, uh, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, no, I was afraid my piloting skills were going to come to the forefront uh, because I, the first time that I played with uh, Germani, I crashed a helicopter and uh, everyone hated me for the rest of the stream. It was like, don't, no, don't, no, 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 you're not, you're not flying again. I was like, okay, sorry guys. I do remember the comment actually. I don't know why I seen this because I haven't watched the stream yet unless I caught part of it where somebody had said i think actually i think it was in one of your shows chase where you said i can tell about this because you think you drive a helicopter exactly <laughs> that's exactly how i said it i was like man don't let me drive a helicopter so i was like yeah definitely don't let you drive a helicopter pilot a helicopter you idiot <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, but in all seriousness, Germani did an amazing job he's he's one of the awesome streamers we have in this community and um you know i think him and we'll, we'll get into a couple of the other ones. Um, uh, you know, I, I rate him very, very high. I rate uh, Meg very, very high. I rate Tommy very, very high. You know, there, there's just a lot of um, awesome live gameplay streams uh, that we had on this day. So this was one of the, I think, one of the good ones. And it showcased Ghost Recon. And, and I think it showcased something in particular, which is Stream Connect. And for folks that have never seen that before, that's one of the beauties of Stadia. You know, you can't do that on another console um, or another platform at this point. It's not, it's not in existence, so. Yeah, and that, that tech is going to get so much more advanced as time goes on. I mean, this is the first game that we've seen it designed. Well, not designed for. I'm sure it was developed to use that instead. But 
it's it's something that once you've used it, you kind of feel like, why has nobody done this before? Because right. any kind of tactical game just got so much easier to play without having to say something. You could literally just look and go, yep, I can see that they're going to take that guy, not the one on the left, which left. That's something that I've had so many problems. You're both from a different perspective. Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm the one, I'm going to get the one on the left. Was that my left or is that your left? <laughs> <laughs> and depending on who I'm playing with, they, regardless of trying to work that out, is still being the same person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I hope they introduce it into more games going forwards as well. So that's exactly what I was going to say. Like the game that I want them to put this on. And I, I as soon as I saw how it was working in, in Ghost Recon, I was like, for the love of God, when, when you play plus comes out, please put this in rainbow six siege. Could you imagine this feature on that game? That game requires so much stealth, so much teamwork, so much coordination that I, I would love to see that in that game. I think it would be amazing. Be interesting to see if we get siege. Um, yeah, I, I feel like even with you play plus, I think that's a game that we may not see transition to stadia purely based on its sort of big esport scene at the moment. But that being said, maybe that's a turning point for Stadia. It's a game that is still being played with high numbers. And I think that's why I rate it so high is I know that there's a vast community of folks out there that really enjoy this game. And if you had the opportunity to have that feature in it, plus being able to play on the go, I think you I think you compel some folks, especially with you play plus. I mean, there's no reason that that's a game they can't make happen um, for that that uh, subscription model, I think. And we've got quarantine coming, right, which obviously for a, a short period of time was um, part of siege as an event that happened within that. So for them to now take that on board and make it a standalone game, that potentially could make a really good starting point. If they got that on the stadium, like, right, well, this works, people are playing it, then maybe that's the kind of thing that would make them go, well, let's just drop it. Because Ubisoft have clearly invested a lot into putting their games on this platform already anyway. So, I mean, I would love to see a game like Siege hit this because i i feel like that would be one of those stepping stones where people would really push and go well you know what if i'm going to try stadia without buying into anything other than purchasing a game and you've already got a controller and then you play it and you're like right well this works exactly the same as it did before but my loading times are halved um i'm playing at a consistent frame rate without taxing my own computer or console or whatever it is i'm not locked onto that that hardware i think that would be a really compelling point and something that i spoke with uh, with tommy t999 was that if people in a competitive game start seeing like across a cross play scenario start seeing the stadia logo and be like well this guy's clearly like at the top of leaderboards more often is it because of a latency issue because at the wow. moment that's that's something that we we can't compare that to another platform. We don't have Stadia and a crossplay scenario yet. And when we do get that, if we started seeing like that we're consistently having a lower ping than the people playing on whatever they're playing on, then people are going to start taking notice. People care about that latency a lot in competitive games. That's a good shout, man. I never thought of that. I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, that that's a really good shout. I think I think Stadiacast actually uh, covered this in their 
show today. I think it was today's show anyway, where they said something about um, Stadia being used for competitive gameplay. Now, if you're playing someone who's also on Stadia, because um, of obviously the, the input latency, then technically speaking, you're both going to have just as much of an advantage slash disadvantage as the other people. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, when you when you talk about cross platform, that's an entirely different ball game. So, yeah, and I mean, th- this is something that I feel that we we kind of need to get Stadia to to be on board with. We've seen the backlash that Sony got from not wanting to enable crossplay. It led to Switch and Xbox marketing together purely to make a point that crossplay needs to be enabled for everybody. There is no point not to have crossplay anymore and give people the option to select not having crossplay. That's fine, but you shouldn't be holding people out of crossplay for any reason at all. Um, if they want it. And that's where I know some people uh, really didn't like the idea of having Fortnite on Stadia. And I'm not a Fortnite player. I have played it, but I'm not a player of it. But I do feel like that game exists on every single gaming platform of this current generation. You can play it on a mobile phone, to a tablet, to a PC, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Switch, I think. Yeah, Switch has got it as well, isn't it? So... I do think it could be a bit of a worry. If that game cannot be played on Stadia, is it a difficult task to make that transition? And does it cost a lot of money? Because that could be something we don't know about yet, that people that have already developed games are not going to want to spend however much it costs to redevelop for Stadia. It's clearly not a simple port. Otherwise, I think we'd see more of it already. Yeah, and I would. I, I always try to push back, and and I we're I know we're getting off into a tangent here because we're talking about all the content creators. But just real quick, um, no, 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 it's not your fault, Tommy. I started it, so it's my fault. Um, <laughs> but um, but shame, shame, um, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Um, but yeah, I I think the um the the term port we have to be really careful because it's not they're not porting a title. They have to literally build it on this platform. Um, and I think people don't understand that and not in a bad way, not to be negative, but it's not as simple as just transitioning the game. Linux is not the same type of API that are, these games are being built on. It's a completely different interface and Vulkan, uh, you know, it's, it's completely different. So that's why these games take so much time. And that's why, you know, I think again, we're seeing some of these developers, they're trying to slowly get up to speed with how to use this platform. And as, as more tools are, are offered, you know, like backtrace, we know that came with, you know, the error reporting and stuff like these things that come online more and more, it's going to make it easier for developers. It's going to give them a little bit more confidence in developing. Um, and the only hesitation I have in cross play, not that I don't want to see it, but what's going to happen if you're playing on a console that's only 30 frames versus someone that's on Stadia at 60? Well, now you're potentially giving someone an advantage. Um, so there's a lot of things here that I think still have to be ironed out in that space. And I think that's part of why this market you know, as far as all the games opening up in cross-plat and cross-play um, are not Fear fully... Guys, sorry. You're good. Um, I think that's why we're not seeing it as much um, just yet because there's all these other technical pieces, Dan, um, that, that are still going on with it, so... Yeah. Well, I've always said I think Stadia is more of a next-gen platform rather than a, a current-slash-past-gen. Um, right. Obviously, they've had to get some kind of current-gen games on it, 
to give them a reason to launch it. But I'm looking more to the future of Stadia rather than in the past. And I think a lot of games are probably going to build, be built with a lot of the capabilities that Stadia have. Um, and we're going to see things like frames per second become less of an issue. Obviously, with the new Xbox and the, the new PlayStation, they're all going to have high frame rates. So it shouldn't be too much of an issue going forwards, I think, personally. I agree with you. Yeah, I think in the now is where it's an issue. I think in the future, it's not going to be. So we're I'm 100% in agreement with you on that one. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to press on uh, without Tommy. I think he'll be back shortly. So uh, we'll just talk. Did you catch StadiaCast's uh, podcast? I did. I caught the um, – this was around the lunchtime uh, window. So for me, I caught the first uh, about 15, 20 minutes, um, and then I had to I had to step out for a little bit. So Yeah, I kind of watched it whilst I was playing a bit of Destiny 2 with my, my friend as well. So I kind of had it on in the background multitasking. Um, yeah, it's always great to see them – um, talking about Stadia, and they also did a Borderlands 3 stream afterwards as well, which was interesting. I got to see uh, them battle it out for an achievement to kill one another. So <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and I saw uh, Bill was shooting some of the um, the hearts that they had because they have a special event that's been going on. Uh, Lloyd was raving about the the gun that he picked up. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's it's uh, something special I, I don't know i'm not i'm not a big borderlands player so it's hard for me to follow that but i try to do my best that was my first look at the valentine's day content because like i've said in a previous uh, stream i played borderlands 3 to death when it was on xbox um but i've i've not really played it too much since it's come out on stadia so i'd love to get back into it and i think we have talked about the um, possibility of maybe doing some sort of like a stream where we get together as content creators and Obviously, you can only have four in a game, so we'll have to coordinate that better. But trying to get a, a better look at Borderlands 3, because I've seen it in the chat as well during the day, not just for Cast stream as well, but um, anybody else who streamed Borderlands 3. A lot of people in the comments were writing stuff like, I, I, I didn't think this would be my type of game, but now I'm watching it. I might check it out. So. Right. Again, yeah. that, was, that was another kind of purpose of the day was to maybe give you a look at some of the games that you've not necessarily played yet. And I know we've got uh, Supercross 3 coming up soon as well. So I'll, I'll leave that until we get there. But that's another one of those games as well where I think people were pleasantly surprised. So um, let's move on. Sounds of Stadia. They had a three-hour slot. And let me tell you, it was some of the most fun I had in the entire day. Agreed. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. So, I mean, obviously those guys, um, you know, I mean, they, I don't think some of them live too far away from me. So, um, you know, I mean, it's my type of humor personally as well. Um, but yeah, just seeing them, them do their podcast live, um, I think it's probably one of the first times you've actually got to see them all together other than their 24 hour stream that they did. But I think they've, they've been together during, they did the, um, where they were playing, um, was it Tomb Raider? I, I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but, um, yeah, th those guys, man, their, their chemistry is absolutely amazing. And I think that's why that sh their podcast is, it's my favorite podcast. I've, I've said it publicly. I love, I love what they do. Um, you know, they each have their own views on things. I think Chris comes at it from a, you know, kind of a technology standpoint. Um, his views are very, very good in that regard. 
Um, you know, Tom, <laughs> Tom is opinionated. Um, you know, the, the new segment they started doing of where's the beef is absolutely one of my favorite segments. Now. See his t-shirt as well. Um, uh, and Richie, Richie's a, uh, you know, he's a gamer, you know, you can hear it and how he talks about things. He's, he, he loves, uh, the different aspects of the, of the gaming community. So th they're th the three personalities together. They put together almost like the perfect recipe for a podcast. Um, and their humor is just phenomenal. And I think it really showed through during the trials rising gameplay. Yeah. That was to that. <laughs> them going off like chris literally i think it was chris that was like ubisoft fix this game <laughs> he was legit pissed like his his oh god it was so good it was so good <laughs> i think i think with that game as well i mean i've i've been playing trials since the first trials hd on xbox 360 um, i've completed some of the extreme tracks as well which let me tell you you have to put in work for them yeah um but i've and again, I've played Trials in in that kind of multiplayer couch co-op environment as well. I've played it with like my brother and some of my friends when they've come around in the past. But I did not know you had half of the stuff that was in that game, such as like the forfeits and uh, you could change the modifiers. I don't know whether they're specific to this Trials. Um, and the bets. The bets were hilarious. Bets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... I think a lot of other people were pleasantly surprised as well. Again, I saw in the chat people saying, I did not know that this was in Trials, and I'm now going to go out and purchase this because next time I have my friends around, this is going to be what we play. So It looks like a great party game. Like I don't know if that if Ubisoft realized, or it, it, that's actually not a, an honest uh, statement there. They knew um, that building that game out that they wanted it to be a couch co-op game. But I don't know, again, this goes back to what's going to make Stadia so great is you can do these, these multi um, multi-user co-op sessions without, you know, freaking out or worrying that your console is going to either die overheat or can't project the frames effectively onto the television. So, um, so yeah. Someone hoovering. Yeah. It's my wife. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think Ubisoft probably could have done with marketing that a bit better as well. Just saying, look, these are part of this is part of the game. So, because um, I certainly didn't know it was there. But... No, I didn't either. Like when I saw it, I the, I have to tell you when they were going through each one and their reactions to it, like they were already pre-planning what they were going to do the next time they got to. Like, oh, you're going to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was it was a lot of fun. And again, those guys, if you've never listened to their podcast. I highly, highly, number one, I highly rate it. And number two, I highly, highly recommend it. They do Definitely. a phenomenal job. And if I don't see that actual tattooed next time, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I would wear that tattoo with pride. So, <laughs> um, Again, I'll move on. I'll give Tommy a chance if he does come back to, uh, to recap on some of those as well. But uh, Cloud Gamer X, we're next. They did a 40-car grid race, which they've done before as well. But um, I don't know whether they hit the Magic 40 or not, but I think they had a good time trying either way. Yeah, I, I had to bounce in and out of that stream. Um, so this was around the time of the day where everything was chaotic for me. I had family stop by that was completely unexpected. Um, I had my day completely planned out of, like, I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be doing this, so that I would be able to... Um, be focused in the, I apologize for the, for the, the vacuum. Um, the, um, 
I thought I would have enough time in the evening. And then what ended up happening is that that interaction sadly drained me because they were over for like an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, dear God, please just sometimes you feel like that with family. You're just like, I, OK, I've had enough of you. You need to go. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that what happened. Just F off. <laughs> Jesus. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, I popped in towards the back half again, uh, and that's where we all kind of jumped in together and uh, took part in Supercross. Uh, that was the first iteration of it, and I'll stop there. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Supercross as well. I think I joined in that one. Uh, I think we, we kind of misunderstood, I keep on saying that word, underestimated the amount of time it takes to coordinate um, the Supercross game because you tend to have to do quite a lot of laps and stuff. So if you've only set aside half an hour, for example, um, you're only going to get like two races in and that's it. Um, but again, that was, it was hella fun being part of that. And again, we, we've got some more Supercross 3 coming up as well. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about it in more depth then. Um, Stadio Arcadia, some, some dude called Tommy who's abandoned us. <laughs> he knew his segment was coming up. He's like, I don't want to face the music on this one. <laughs> yeah, I just want to keep things moving. Again, I'll give him an opportunity to talk about it when it gets back. Um, but he his interview with Tommy T999. Um big YouTube streamer. So obviously he pre-recorded that as well. So are you gonna say something, Chase? No, no, I, I I was I was breathing, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was kind of good to see someone outside of our community but i think anybody who's kind of watched our podcasts um know what we think of stadia as well um we've hammered our points home multiple times by now but to see someone who we've never really heard talk about stadia in that capacity as well was good um, and kudos for Tommy getting him in an in interview as well. And I, I noticed he stopped in a few streams afterwards as well, just to kind of show support as well. So, yeah, I think I think the reason that I was so excited about this interview is Tommy T was one of the first folks to do a, a full fledged kind of like uh, reaction, you know, from hands on gameplay from Gamescom. Um, and he actually had the opportunity to capture gameplay of Doom Eternal um, and really talked about why he thought that this was going to be the next you know the next big move in the gaming industry um and um i thought the interview was really really good i again i had to kind of bounce in and out during this time but i tried my best to pick up on some different things from it and um i know tommy had to basically break the interview down because i think he said he had to he was it was almost like a two-hour conversation that's you know that's one of the things that's awesome about this community too just real quick is a lot of the people that you talk with from from this this group of folks that we all interact with we're just everyone's just so humble everyone's just so welcoming and just willing to just have a a mature conversation about hey this is what's great hey this is not what's so great hey this is what i would like to see hey this is what i would not like to see and you could just go on for hours i mean you know you go back to not to talk about my 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 stream again but i mean look at our segment we almost went more than an, you know an hour just because if you could just talk about this thing for days so i thought it was really really good i really really enjoyed it yeah it was and like again kudos to uh, tommy for getting that so, uh, yeah, next up, Megatron X, who was streaming Supercross 3. 
Now, this, again, was another one of my favourite streams of the day. Um, we all jumped in to play Supercross with her as well, and it was just so much fun. And I was massively, massively surprised at how good that game actually is when you've kind of got a, a group of people playing that you know and you get along with. I had the most fun of the day in there uh, as well. And, you know, number one, for those of you that have never had a chance to to catch one of uh, uh, Meg's streams, please, next time that she's live, go jump in there. Just her enthusiasm, her uh, her positivity, it's, it's um, what's the right term? It's, um, oh God, I just had it on the, it's infectious. Exactly. That's it. It, it just, it, it grabs your attention and, you know, she's a lot of fun to play with and moreover, she's competitive. Let me tell you, man, she, there is no, <laughs> you're not getting off with her. She will, she will knock you off the track, anything to potentially win. She'll probably disagree with that. Say, how dare you chase? But, um, but nonetheless, um, it was a lot of fun. And, and I, I will tell you coming into that stream, I was really, really aggravated about that game going out of that stream. It's, it's hooked me. And that's kind of a, it goes back to what you said, Dan is it's, it's because of that, uh, that group element. If you play this with a bunch of friends, you're going to have a ton of fun. I could just remember coming out of it thinking like, is that an hour already? Like I'm, I'm, I could play another hour of this, two hours or something. Like I was annoyed that her stream ended because I, I wanted to carry on playing. So, but it was just it was just funny. And I, I apologize for landing my bike on top of your head as well, Meg. I, I hope you recovered that. from that. <laughs> the physics uh, in that game are ridiculous. <laughs> the the once you get the hang of it, though, it is one of those games. The first few races, you're going to be like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, but just stick with it, and eventually you kind of you learn how the physics work and how like slippy the mud can be, for example, because we all obviously chose rain being from the... How dare you? From the rainy place that is UK and Ireland, so... I'm upset over that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and uh, I've only recently started uh, watching Meg as well. Um, so I wanted to obviously get involved somehow with, with her stream, so that was an excellent way to do it as well. And... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say just shout out to Eddie. I don't know if you were going to say that because I, I know he gave up his slot. Say that, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Eddie gave up his slot so that May could could join in because I think um, she registered her interest kind of later on uh, after all the schedules had kind of been agreed upon. So Eddie very kindly gave up one of his slots for her. So, but I think I think it worked out because obviously Eddie was part of the uh, the race as well. So. I think it works out for the best. 100%. Um, after that, we had Club Stadia's Mortal Kombat tournament, which uh, I know he got off to a rocky start, but um, that was one that I kind of dipped in and out because I'd, I'd got into bed at that point and it was almost like... I, I, I remember lying there and just thinking, I can't sleep, I just want to watch. <laughs> and I even put it in the chat, like, I cannot sleep, it's like, two three o'clock in the morning and i just want to sleep but at the same time i also want to watch this so and i i think i, I missed the first like 
40, 50 minutes or so of it. But um, I jumped in for the semi-finals and the finals, and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I um, I was a non-winning participant, and I uh, <laughs> used uh, the Schwarzenegger, and um, yeah, I got completely destroyed. But it was Mortal Kombat is number one. If you have you know small children, it's not a game that you should be letting them watch because it is absolutely graphic, uh, as you know what. Um, but so much fun, and um, Brian's commentary. This guy needs. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one that starts this movement. Someone needs to hire Brian as an esports commentator. Do it, <laughs> do it now. Because <laughs> he, he was <laughs> do it now. Because um, <laughs> he was awesome. I, in all seriousness, Brian is a, an awesome content creator. He does an amazing job. I love his channel. Um, but I, I that was one of the highlights for me is his commentary. He was just so engaged with it and. I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed the gameplay. Yeah. And congratulations to the winners as well of those gift cards. And thank you for, for providing them as well, Brian. That was uh, obviously he provided those codes himself. So <laughs> yeah, you have to give a shout out to Eddie. He was not winning participant. He just wrote in the chat as well. <laughs> we both, we both got destroyed. It wasn't even, it wasn't even pretty. We should, we shouldn't um, have even participated. I missed your matches chase. So I might have to go back and rewatch them, but I did watch it. Don't, don't, so. don't do it. <laughs> no, you better, put... better time to do it. Better time. <laughs> I'm watching it after this. So. <laughs> you have to so. record your reaction. <laughs> so Meg said, Dan said good night, but we're still trooping on hours later. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> It, it was after 4 a.m. in the morning that I went to sleep. So, And the event ended at 8 or 9 a.m. So, but Stadia dosage. Yeah, I'm just looking at the right part. Stadia dosage. So, again, I caught the first, like, 15 minutes of his stream, but after that, I was gone. Um, he live streams from Borderlands 3. These are the ones I've kind of got, got to go back and watch from here on. So, uh Obviously, I can't talk too much about them. I don't know if you caught any of them, Chase, or I, I didn't. And I today I wanted to go um, this morning and actually watch that one back. I didn't have a chance yet. Um, I've had so much I had to get caught up on today. Um, and I promised my wife that we would go for. We have a, a bike trail here locally where I live, so we were we were out biking this morning. So I've literally got back in at noon my time and <laughs> been doing house stuff. So that's one of my, like Tommy said, it's on my watch list. Um, I want to go back and watch uh, Glories. I want to watch MM2Ks, which is Stadia Dosage. Uh, I want to watch Stadia Weekly. I know he had one as well, um, if I'm not mistaken. And also uh, Andy had one as well, which I want to go back and watch. So, Yeah, same. So, yeah, Stadia Weekly did uh, another Borderlands stream, didn't he? And um, Andy, I've seen that he was streaming guilt for for a certain amount of time. I kind of woke up in the morning, probably about half seven, and tuned in, and he was still trooping along. So, yeah. So that, that was pretty much the day as a whole, really. There was a thank you message, a pre-recorded thank you message, because I knew I was going to be too tired to do anything in the morning. So uh, I, I noticed a few messages from people saying, are you not going live? Um, yeah, sorry for that. Uh, I knew that we were going to be doing some sort of uh, live stream today here, and I just needed the sleep. So, big apologies for that. Yeah, the fall <laughs> the, the fallout was massive, man. We were all dropping like flies. 
I, I, I did want to do maybe some uh, Destiny 2 streams in there because, uh, not to brag, but I'm pretty good at PvP. Um, that is a fact. And we need to do, by the way, you know, I'm just going to say this, you know, you know, just kind of sneaking this in there today. We need to do some crimson days, my friend. I gotta, gotta get some, we gotta get some rep. Yeah. But I, I just figured some, that game has kind of been done to death a bit now. Um, I wanted to give some of the other games uh, a bigger highlight. So that's why I didn't jump live with that one. But yeah, overall, the day was a massive success. I just remember before I went to bed, I just remember going into um, my partner and just saying, you know what I mean? This has been an amazing day. And I can't believe it went as swimmingly as it did. Everybody showed up. Everyone did their piece. Um, very, very minor hiccups at worst. But thank you to every single person that showed up, not only to stream, but to, to watch the streams as well. It, it was absolutely amazing. I, I agree. And I, I knew from the moment that this event was being planned, you know, a lot of folks um, when we were working on this had no idea this was happening until we kind of publicized it. But I had a feeling um, that, again, just knowing, and, and I know you've echoed this, Dan, that from the interactions that we have with everybody in this community, that this was going to be a massive success. Um, and it absolutely was. It, it showcased how strong this community is. And I think that's something else too, going out of this. Um, and I know a couple people messaged me privately and said, you know, I got to say something I've, and I know we've all said this, but hearing it from people that are not content creators means a lot. Um, you know, people were saying to me that, um, you know, I, I was curious about Stadia. This was actually literally somebody that messaged me. This was the exact wording. They said, um, you know, I was curious about Stadia and I came into today watching this and seeing how strong this community is. I went out and bought a premier edition. Wow. And that, that right there, you know, I don't want to get choked up over it, but um, that right there just goes to show me that what we are tear. doing, I, I know tear, a little bit of a tear that right there goes to show me that what we are doing and what we did on this day mattered. If it, if it, if it meant, if it meant one person, um, and not forcing purchasing preferences on people, but if it meant one person walked away from yesterday and felt like, hey, what these folks have done shows me why this might be a good fit for me. Look, we've done our job. Um, and I, I think that's exactly what it was all about. So I, I was really heartened to see that. Um, you know, it, it really made me feel like, hey, this this matters. This mattered. You know, the day mattered overall. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to message Tommy because I know we're, we're kind of approaching the end of the stream. I didn't think we wanted to go too much over an hour. Um, so I know Tommy's had to shoot off for personal reasons. Um, I just want to give him a chance maybe to pop back in and give his final take before we wrap everything up. Um, And we're going to be doing the draw for the final prize shortly as well. We'll do that just to give Tommy a little bit more time to come back if he wants to. Um, and this will be for your Stadia hoodie, your Stadia cup, and your Stadia uh, yeah, your Stadia claw. Obviously, attaches to your controller, so you can play on your mobile phone. The trifecta. Um, so this is only available to participants that live in Europe. Um, I think Tommy's just popped back, so he's we're gonna get him back in. Hey guys, sorry about that. Hello, the joys of uh, of Flitlands. <laughs> no worries, family first. 
Yeah, he's wide awake now as well. He's just lying in bed watching TV, Sarah. Um, yeah, so basically what I was going to do is I was just going to quickly do this draw for the final prize. And then it, just to wrap up the day, Tommy, obviously we've we've steamed ahead and talked about um, the events. I just wanted to give you a chance to go over any that you enjoyed particularly that we haven't already touched on. Uh, <laughs> don't know what you said. Uh, um, so... For the first time, uh, I actually sat down and listened to the sort of the full Stadia cast um, show as well, and I've caught bits and pieces of what those guys have done before, but I've never watched an entire um, an entire show of theirs, and that's definitely now like one of the top tier ones that in my safety list. I'm probably going to start going to earlier. Um, I really enjoyed the those guys' content. Um, uh, that's yeah, that's one of the things that I really liked about this event was finding some content that I hadn't previously had and then getting, like, mind-blown. <laughs> that's why I was laughing. Duncan, Duncan rears his ugly head again. <laughs> <sighs> that's um, <laughs> you know, the, the best thing about this hashtag is it's had the opposite effect. <laughs> I know. I know <laughs> I said it would in Megstream. I said it would. So. Um, just before you carry on, Tommy, can we we do this uh, draw? And then yeah, obviously I'll me. give you another chance to uh, to say what you were going to say. So again, if I just bring this up here, um, I'm going to zoom in so people can see it as well. So these are all the uh, people from Europe that entered as well. So. Um, Let's randomize it from here. Dean Lawrence. You are the winner of the uh, the hoodie bundle. Congratulations. Congratulations. You'll be receiving an email from us shortly asking for your address. Um, obviously, this is being sent from Stadia themselves. So, obviously, we need your shipping address as well uh, and your size for the hoodie. So... Yeah, we'll get in contact with you shortly on that one. Get to join the exclusive club, except you'll get yours in the size that fits. <laughs> Why does yours not fit? No, me. Um, I, it's not. I don't think it's in the um, in the cut I did. But both me and Ross both have extra, extra, extra large because it's all they had available on at the event. <laughs> it's just like. Or small and women's size. That was it. So uh, hopefully you get one that actually... I mean, they still fit. They're just extremely long. <laughs> and that's if it's even the same one. I mean, that's that's what I was... I tried to find out from them, but I didn't get a, re didn't get a response. Um, obviously, you've sort of shown the ones off that light up in that. And they may get something different because the backseat stuff was different from anything that I've seen previously. So it may be a new iteration of... Um, of apparel anyway <laughs> dan yeah you, you're gonna have to get like some of those party poppers <laughs> next time you do this draw <laughs> you see what happened yeah <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> so we're still i'm still learning how to use Streamlabs. so uh, I, I don't know how to do anything just yet but oh so unfortunately that little nugget that i got about using giveaways in Streamlabs is only integrated into twitch 
doesn't work in YouTube. In fact, most of their functionality doesn't work in YouTube. Um, hopefully it will do soon because those kind of things would make this so much easier. It's a full raffle that everyone enters into um, and it, it randomizes everything and does it for you. But yeah, no YouTube integration. Google, if you're listening, fix that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that's... I. I'm only streaming to YouTube. I don't have anything set up for Twitch at all anymore. But um, with the advent of bringing streaming to YouTube as a gaming thing again, um, obviously they've they dropped YouTube gaming, but they've just brought it all into the one brand again. Uh, and with Stadia, we know we're getting that ability at some point to stream natively through the app and so on. That I would imagine we are going to get all these integrations of connecting with your audience um but that's something that twitch at the moment just destroys in comparison the interactivity that you get and features with Streamlabs and obs and whatever platform you're using uh they make life very easy for the creator to engage with with the audience i mean i know actually say that i know you do get stuff once you hit i think the thousand subs mark you get like the super chats and so on then but i mean that can take a long time to get to and there are people that are never going to get there as well so it would be nice to just see them open these sorts of things up to everybody yeah they have i mean they have a lot of community tools but as far as like live interaction and live yeah. connectivity that's where like i agree with you they they need to like especially with stadia coming on board you need to separate yourself from the pack um, because what's going to happen when, you know, again, very quickly, what's going to happen if we see Amazon come in and with Twitch, they start doing all these fancy things. Well, then now YouTube and Google and Stadia right back at, well, what do you got that they don't have? Yeah. Um, so the, you know, they're, they're going to need to get on top of some of this stuff. And I think they will, I think it's only going to be a matter of time. It's just, these are early days. These are early, yeah. early days now. So. And to be fair, I've noticed that Streamlabs has started updating a lot more regularly than it has been. Now, while none of that is seemingly aimed at YouTube, um, I would imagine that obviously people are going to have had talks with these providers to say, look, these are the kinds of things that we would like to look at doing. And people are going to already be starting to develop for that, I would assume. Generally right. speaking, when that turns on, YouTube or Google are going to want to know that there are platforms that allow people to do this very easily uh and if they don't or aren't yet i think they really should be looking at it by now because if they want developers to have these products ready for people when it goes live they don't want to be caught in the whole oh we're beta taste beta tasting right. that'd be different beta <laughs> testing things now they just want to be able to open it and go here you go go at it guys <laughs> <laughs> So um told you Tommy, it was bedtime. <laughs> just want to give you an opportunity to talk about not only your own stream as well, um, if you want to say a few things about that. And also we had quite a lot of um talk about Meg's Supercross stream because I know you're a part of that as well. So if you yeah. just want to touch on them finally. Yeah, so again, I, I, I've said thank you uh, a lot of times now, but to Ross who Tommy T Triple Nine, um I was 
kind of blown away when I received the DM back to say that he was interested in doing that. Uh, for those that don't know, I met him at the London event and did the blind test that he was hosting where he compared um, Stadia to the Xbox One X and identical settings on the same screens and so on, but trying to work out what console was what. Uh, and that whole sort of process probably took about 15 minutes or so i think um and then obviously they added it it down for just bits from different people but i spoke to him again later on in the day and uh, actually i spoke to him twice separately from that in the day and he was just a really down-to-earth guy um and followed him straight away uh and yeah when i just sort of reached out knowing that he's worked with stadia that was kind of the only thing i was going on i was like right well i've met this guy before he won't remember me but he's into stadia he's worked with stadia uk uh and when he came back and he's like uh, yeah I'm, I'm down for that when are you doing it and at this point i think this was the monday before the event that we actually locked it down i was just like yes yeah, so we go live on uh, on saturday <laughs> And it was a case of going, okay, yeah, let's see what we can do. Um, so it's just a massive thank you to him, man. It was it was an awesome um, awesome chance to to get to to do that content. And I've said to a couple of people that at some point I'll release a not an uncut version because there's parts in there that won't make sense if I do it in that way. I didn't record it in the right order, but I will release a sort of a full feature version of that because it's just under two hours, the entire thing. Whereas it was about 45 minutes of content that I got to use for the channel. Um, and I think there are some seriously interesting points that we didn't touch on purely because it would have segmented too far. And I would rather people see the whole conversation. He's worked within the games industry for a really long time uh, mm. and he knows his stuff and what he's talking about. And there's some really interesting points that I think, um, I think a lot of people would like to hear and not at all in a fanboy sense. They are quite the opposite actually of quite harsh things that if, if we don't see some of these things that could be a real sign of trouble for, for the platform. So there is definitely a really interesting thing to, to get from that. And I will put it out in the coming weeks, but I'll leave it for a little bit. Uh, but moving on to, to Megstream, that was, that was brilliant. And I was so entertaining to get in on that and just have such a laugh for the game that I previously said, I think on a stream that I don't think that game was going to be for me partly because of the price point, partly because I'm not really into the, that sport itself. But that game is serious fun, especially in a party like we were in. And Compound 6 is evil. But uh, It sounds like some kind of like virus that's made its way into the ether. <laughs> it's where Umbrella founded. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a quality stream. And thanks for Meg to allow us to get in on that uh, now the other cats join in the stream and now he's gone <laughs> cameo went out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> disruption so, gone so to finish off I think we had a, a question in the chat Adam T from the games presented in SSS what was your favourite one I'll take this one first, if that's all right, guys. So I'm going to say that my favorite game was Monster Supercross. I had the most fun playing that game that I've had probably in the last couple of weeks, actually. And not saying that the other games I've been playing on Stadia weren't great, but this was the first 
party game that I've had with with friends, and it's just been really funny. Not just like a little chuckle. There were some really funny moments that happened on stream, and that game. That game, I, like even today, I was like, I really want to play this now, but I don't want to play it by myself. And that was at the point where there was nobody online. I was like, man, nah, I'll wait. But that's a game that I'm going to be putting some more time into for sure. Chase, you want to take one? I have a 1A and 1B. I know it's such a cop-out, but um, it's... <laughs> I actually... This is I'm gonna I'm gonna diverge a little bit because I think Monster Energy Supercross Three is a very like when I say it's a very close second I literally mean it I think Trials Rising was my favorite and I'll tell you why I think that's gonna be a party game that all of us can take a part in and with all those bets that are in there like you can really put someone in a really tough spot um, <laughs> so for me I had the most fun um, watching that game. Um, I had now that was watching. So that's why I'm saying like a one a, as far as participating in, I think monster energy supercross three is another, is another one of those party games where if you get like, you know, five or six people together and you start knocking people off the track with the physics that's in that game, you're going to have a, you know, a laugh. You're going to have a a really, really good time. Um, And that just makes me more excited about some of these other games coming along, like get packed and spitlings. Like I know these are going to be games that are just going to have us in stitches. Um, so for that, I would have to say Supercross. I don't know if your intent was to make folks laugh about that game, but I'm going to tell you, you definitely, you definitely, uh, from that perspective, you definitely have a winner because it's a fun party game. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think you're right. I don't think that's even remotely the intention of that game. But when you start, <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> a group of people that have like little to no interest in it as a sport, generally speaking, and they don't know how to play those kind of games. And it's not an easy game to play by a long stretch. The amount of times where I fell off when I was practically going in a straight line, I was like, I don't know how that's happened. But just by the the, the dynamics of the weather affecting the track is insane. There's some high level physics in that game. Like I, it, you don't think it when you start playing it. You're like, oh, this is just a simple one of those simple go around the track kind of games. And all of a sudden, you get you hit one of those lips the wrong way and you face plant. You're like, Jesus, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> the poor man broke his neck. <laughs> so I think I have to pretty much match what um, Chase said as well. Uh, I think I- I'm going to go my top one was Trials just because there was so much of a deeper level to that game than what I was aware of, like I said before. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for the guys at Sounds of Stadia for opening that up to me. Um, but probably if I had to pick a joint first slash second, it was Supercross, so... Yeah, it's good results for uh, for Supercross. Considering when that game came out, I did honestly think it was going to be a massive flop. Well, you know, you know what's funny is out of that stream when we were with Meg, there was three or four people that said, "I think I'm going to buy this game now." Yeah. So that's I think that was something that Google they wanted folks to get in a large party and play that. And I'll tell you right now, I can already imagine that there's some of the content creators in our community that are already thinking about getting a 22 player race together for that thing. Because if you do that, you're going to have so much fun in there. It's again, it, the competition part of it, I think it happens over time. Like you start getting a little bit more competitive as you go on, but when you first start playing it, just seeing everybody just, you're like, where did this person, like they just disappear off the track going on. (laughs) Oh man. 
So I want to start wrapping this up now. Um, it's obviously going to be turned into a podcast as well that you can catch on things like Spotify as well. Um, I don't know if you guys want to say anything like from the chat, if there's any comments you want to highlight or anything. or um... I'd just like to highlight uh, Duncan, who voted for that level, because we all know it was you every single time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thought, and see, here's the thing when he, when we were in there, just real quick, he kept going. I, I'm, uh, uh, and you'd hear him kind of like go out for a second. He knew he was caught. He knew he was caught. <laughs> he oh, knew it. <laughs> also, I'd just like to say that if we ever get a trials uh, trials game on, look out, Duncan. Every bet is going to be made for you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Justice will be served, my friend. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said if there was any questions in here, was that what you asked, Dan? Do you have just any comments that you've seen that you kind of want to highlight before we wrap up? Um, I know we've gone well over an hour now, but... There was one, actually. It was actually a question. It's from uh, King uh, Sire. It's a little bit further up above Adam T's where they said about a soft rollout. Um, and somebody answered it, but I just wanted to elaborate on it just a little bit. This one? Yes, yes. So um, the answer to that is, I think the Google PR team on Twitter basically alluded to that it was rolling out. And then a little bit later on, if you look through that Twitter feed, they actually clarified that it's not fully out. So it's something that will be coming in the coming months. Um, and it's it's just, as we see with Stadia, things change at a, at a moment's notice. And I know we've all talked about this in streams when we've played together that you'll go, you'll log on one day and all of a sudden the color saturation looks five times better on destiny. Next time you log on, it doesn't look as good. And they're constantly playing around with things. It's pretty obvious. You know, when you, when you log into each of these games that there's little minor things that are being tweaked and 4k support will be the same thing that you'll just log on one day onto the browser and you're just going to see 4k. And then all of a sudden two or three hours later, they're going to say, Hey, 4k is available. Um, that's basically how it's going to go down. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see because I know a lot of people are talking about this, but I wonder how many people are actually really going to benefit from it because we already know that playing these games under best performance or performance mode, whatever it is, um, can yield shaky results sometimes. I mean, I personally, I don't have a 4K monitor anyway. My monitor is 1440p, but the tv on the chromecast works flawlessly but i just feel that at the moment chrome is probably the bottleneck in this not anything else yeah there was another question as well from the same person have you guys heard any rumors on the wireless controller support um i, I made a prediction and i think it's probably going to happen i think by the end of quarter two which would be april may june so by the end of june i think controller support will be available across most devices um we already know they're going to make that available for the um uh what is it for the the, the browser you know for the uh, computer but i think you're also going to see it slowly transition over to uh mobile devices as well and i think what's going to happen is it's going to be staggered you're going to see iOS support come out and other Android support come out first. They'll get that in line. And as soon as that happens and they feel comfortable, they'll just flip on the switch for the uh, the controller support for mobile devices as well. So I think by the end of June, we're going to be in a pretty good spot as it, as it relates to that. That's just my opinion, you know. Yeah, I personally, I think we may see it slightly earlier than that. I'd like to think that by the time we... Well, maybe not hit April because we don't know what they're planning on for March yet. I mean, that for me, that is probably my priority now is knowing what happens for the founders because premiers are right behind us, but 
we're getting to a point where we're going to be paying our first payment and we don't know what changes, which it's not a massive thing because I don't really, it can't get any worse. So I'm already happy with making that. <laughs> so it's only going to get better from that. But it would be yeah. interesting just for people to be aware of what's happening because a lot of people aren't going to be okay with that thinking well i'm about to pay you for my first month of pro but i don't know that i'm gonna get any of the things that i'm supposed to be getting in this following month or it could be another month after that so i think i think hopefully we'll see the wireless support next and after that i think we'll start seeing the out the um, resolution output changes and once those things are kind of nailed i think that's when we're going to see them start turning other features on but not in one go i think we're going to get each feature one at a time they're going to roll it out see what problems happen once that's pretty much done they're going to release the next stage and i'm fine with that because that's a pretty sensible way of doing it and if crowd plays ready now google for the love of god showcase it at gdc showcase it at gdc put it on the stage and show what it can do this thing's living and breathing now it's a perfect opportunity and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah so you want to go go ahead and uh, wrap this up guys yeah why not yeah. is there anything else you want to say like do you want to put out a plug for your channel channels either of you uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I can do that. Um, you can find me at youtube.com backslash Stadia Talk. You can also follow me on Twitter at Phantom UFC Fan. And you can find me on Twitter at Arcadia underscore Stadia. Um, and my YouTube channel is uh, just my name now. So it's just slash Stadia Arcadia on the end of YouTube. Um, but you can also find me doing obviously all the stadia source stuff now as well, which is it's a nice crossover actually. It's nice to get to do a little bit of um, a little bit of both. Yeah, and obviously you can find us at stadiasource.com as well, and you're already on our YouTube, so you don't need to know where that is. So yeah, but you do you need to, to everyone like and subscribe. You do, yes, like and subscribe, please. Um, hit that bell so you get alerted every time we go live. Um, thank you for everyone for turning up to our round table. We hope you enjoyed it. So, uh, and thank you guys for being a part of it as well. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I'm going to wrap this up then. So goodbye, everybody. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Ciao.